Uh, uh, uh. Down, boy. Down. <laughs> down. Um, this is the Sprocket of Futurama episodes where I'm ranking every Futurama episode best to worst. I'm up to season two, episode 17. War is the H word. This is the war movie parody episode. Not a big fan. You know, I haven't seen a lot of war movies because I don't like human suffering. And I feel like that's what war movies are. Um, Or at least the ones being parodied here. You know, your full metal jackets, your platoons, your starship troopers, maybe. It's just not for me. It's not for me. So a lot of these jokes that are probably references are only jokes in the funny uh, Futurama writing way and not in the funny Aha, I know what they're referencing way. So, bottom of the list. We start off in a in a bodega of sorts, a corner shop, if you will. A convenience shop, store. A place where people go to buy gum. And that's what Fry and Bender are doing at the beginning of this episode. And they see a, uh, a man of some standing in the military get a 5% discount. And they want their 5% discount on their gum. So they join the military, which is as flimsy a premise for an episode as you could possibly hope for. But uh, I don't, I'm not hating on it. I think the idea of Fry and Bender trying to get three cents off their stick of gum or whatever by joining the military is pretty good. It's pretty good because then war were declared. And war were declared. There's this concept here where the army has banned women because they're too distracting, which I think is... A pretty uh, <laughs> good turn for a thousand years from now. Uh, and it, it's almost implied that part of this was due to Zap Brannigan being in the military and pinching too many butts, so they had to ban women. But overall, uh, speaking of the military and things that are, uh, feels like this episode wouldn't have happened maybe a couple of years later. This is in this weird pre 9 11 bubble. Um, where you can do a kind of, uh, let's say, irreverent military parody. Um, And I know there had been armed conflict, you know, in the not-so-distant past when this episode came out, but it just feels very... uh, (laughs) uh, Optimistic's not the right word, but it doesn't feel like tonally this fits with where we would be only years later or months. Um... Well, that's neither here nor there. Sorry if I'm struggling to find things to talk about. I don't think this episode is very interesting. I mean, you have this commentary going on where the planet they're fighting over has no resources and they don't even know who the bad guy is. And that's kind of cute. Cute's not the right word. That's kind of, you know, <laughs> realistic, maybe. Uh, like, if I wish maybe if they had wanted to go for commentary here, they had gone full on commentary but they don't really do that but they do have that little line in there which i think is nice um and then you have this this almost b plot where leela is disguising herself as a man to join the military for reasons that aren't really explored she wants to protect fry and bender but uh it doesn't really happen too too much um but then you just have like you know women I do that every time. Woman joins military, disguises herself as man. Uh, You may remember the classic 1974 movie Mulan featuring the same concept. Um, I think Clone High did a a version of this probably around the same time that I think is a lot funnier. 
where uh, Joan of Arc is John Dark so she can join the basketball team that also has a dolphin on it. I think that's pretty good. This is all right. You get a lot of jokes about Zap Brannigan questioning his sexuality. <laughs> uh, there's a really good one where he invites uh, uh, Lee Lemon to go listen to this new book on tape he got about ancient Greece, which I think is really cute. Um, you have Zoidberg as the kind of staff uh, surgeon. He is your MASH parody. And we're just doing the same jokes about Zoidberg not understanding human anatomy, which I didn't think were very funny the first time. And this is about the 20th time we've gotten those jokes. Um, but you do have IHOC, and he's a robot surgeon with a martini. And he's got a little switch that goes from irreverent to maudlin. And I think that's pretty great. Um, and then you have Nixon uh, showing up because this is a Vietnam War movie parody for the most part. Um, so you have Nixon being Nixon. And every time Nixon has shown up in the show, I feel like they just kind of put him in situations that are Nixon-y. Like he was staying at Watergate in the last Nixon episode, and now he's, you know, controlling this Vietnam War-esque war on this planet. And I just kind of wish, I wish we could see Nixon's head in something that is not just a flimsy excuse to add sci-fi elements to something that happened with Nixon. Have him, like he probably shows up in the Penguin episode, right? which we should be getting to soon. I feel like he does. Anyway, Nixon's always funny in the show. I think they, like I've said before, they really bank on this pretty good impersonation of Nixon saying stupid things, but do more with the Nixon. That's all I'm asking. Um, And then they put a bomb in Bender, and it's triggered by the word he says the most. So you have this really good uh, late-night show. What is it, Letterman? I think it's Letterman where he does the top ten. You get top 10 Bender's most used words, including Pimp Mobile and Daffodil. And uh, that's fine. You get a lot of jokes just about Bender saying words you think are going to be words he would say, but then they're different words that may have been on this list. That's fine. That's all right. Um, But that all just kind of resolves in a way. (laughs) I don't know. Kissinger is there and he's negotiating with the balls. You see, because of the enemy alien force is balls. So you get about 8,000 ball jokes or testicle jokes in the uh, last eight minutes of the show. And if you're here for that, that's fine. Some of them are fairly clever. Uh, Bender says these balls are making me testy, which is pretty good. Uh, beyond that, not much going on there. Um, this episode is not, I think, a great one. There are episodes... You know, I very rarely laugh by myself. I think it's human nature to laugh in groups, not necessarily by yourself. But there are episodes of the show that have made me laugh by myself while I've been doing this. And usually I put those towards the top, and this episode did not do that. I mean, there's cute little asides. There's the little Futurama writing thing happening, but it didn't make me chuckle or guffaw or shoot air out of my nose. So I don't think I'm going to rate it very high. Let's get to the ranking. We have, at the top, Hello's Other Robots, The Deep South, Crime the Swarm Factory, Buy Cyclops, Built for Two, How Hermes Requisition is Grouped Back, Put Your Head on My Shoulders, My Three Sons, The Series Landed, A Big Piece of Garbage, Ahead in the Poles, Anthology, Interest One, Bender Gets Made, When Aliens Attack, Love's Labor's Lost in Space, The Problem with Poplars, Fear Robot Planet, A Flight to Remember, A Fish Full of Dollars, Excellent Story, Brannigan Begin Again, Why Must I Be a Crustacean in Love, Space Pilot 3000, Raging Bender, I Roommate, Mother's Day, I Second Bad Emotion, The Lesser of Two Evils, A Clone of My Own, and Mars University. Where Monkey Has a Hat. Um, this is the 30th episode. I'm going to put it... Probably, oof, 
probably above why must I be a crustacean in love. War is the H word. Join us next time. I'm almost done with season two, and then it's a brave new world. I think there's two episodes left. And maybe Bender will finally win. No, I've done that one already. Uh, 